Welcome to a Bright Minds Podcast. This is your host, Raymond Bright, where we share stories and experiences to enlighten others. So I came across this article, you know, sometimes you get on Google and just start looking up random shit. And, and this article came up. It was called The Seven Rules of Life. So I started reviewing the rules and realized these rules can really help people if they applied it to their everyday life. So we're going to go over the seven rules. And then at the end, you can make your own conclusion. So the first one is make peace with the past so it won't screw up your present. And I have to say that I struggle with this because I I'm not a perfectionist, but I like to do shit right the first time. I like to do stuff correctly and I hate making mistakes or being told I'm wrong or or doing the wrong thing because it always used to carry over to my next day. So say I made a mistake at work or I did the wrong thing on a test or I got the answer wrong that I knew was right. It would seep in and I would start doubting myself and questioning myself at that moment. And it used to affect my performance to one day I was sitting there and started thinking about how if I kept doing this and every mistake or every time I messed up was compiling and I just kept adding on that that would just be a bunch of stress that I'm just holding on to and this is just going to keep compiling so that shit would never get better so everything that happened yesterday you just have to know that that shit is over because this is a new day so you can make those mistakes have been made so whatever is going to happen is going to happen so there's no reason to think about it. If, if that's the mistake that's going to get you fired, you was going to get fired. There's no reason to worry about it. If you knew that this mistake isn't that much and it's just a learning opportunity, just learn from it and just don't dwell in it. But once I took that attitude, I started having peace, even when I made a mistake, because I know that it was just a learning experience. I obviously didn't know better because if I did, I wouldn't have done it. So I don't really dwell on it too often. And I also... And I also think that it's very important to live in the present because I think a lot of times people think that they have a lot of time ahead. And what I've realized seeing people get cancer, people die by car wreck, by guns, I realize that you have to live in the moment and just enjoy everything. Like people go blind, people go deaf, people lose senses all the time. And it's just like, you need to appreciate what you're doing at the moment. The time you spend with your family, the time you spend it with your friends, I think that you should cherish it. And just know that it's not promised. You know, God has blessed us with these days and he gave us this time. And we should be more grateful for the times that we do have. So number two is going to be what others think of you is none of your business. And I think this is important because this goes about, especially in this social media society where, where people live these lifestyles and, and use these personalities because this is what they feel like people want from them or people think of them. And they don't really do how they feel because they don't want to be judged or they don't want to go against the grain. And I think that's um, a big part of just growth. Like, if you want to start a business, if you want to start a hobby, 
if you want to do something that you dreamed about, I feel like it's important to just do it. And you can't take on what people think of you because a lot of people are going to project their insecurities and limitations onto you. And I really feel like you should just go do it. It's going to be a lot of people who say you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. This going to fail. This ain't going to make it. Why are you wasting your money? Why are you wasting your time? Blah, 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 whatever. So I really feel like if you want to do something, you want to be a certain way, you just be that way. Be free. That's that's all I ask for. I'm free. I do what I really want to in the most part. You know, it's some things that, you know, you got to live by because you go to jail. But besides that, I pretty much do everything that I pr- want to. And I live freely. And I don't want to sit here and have my peace tied to what people think of me. Because people' opinion of you change all the time. Just look at the baby. And just look at Will Smith. Look at these rappers and these entertainers who entertain you for years. Do one thing, everybody hate them. These rappers, y'all singing their song, and now y'all trying to ban them. If you always worried about what people think of you, your happiness will always be tied to other people. That's all I'm saying. The third rule is time heals almost everything, so give it time. And I think that this is important as well because we often feel like we should get over things really quick and a lot of people will say oh man that happened a while ago you should be over that or that shouldn't be take that kind of toll on you that long you know what i'm saying man up get right so what i'm saying is everybody has been in a time where there's somebody dying whether it's a situation losing a job you know failing the test whatever your stress is everybody has been in a place where they've been hurt either by family, by friends, by some type of event. And a lot of times it takes longer to heal with things. Um, The first time you break up with your girl or boyfriend, that probably took time. If you did it seven more times, probably don't take that much time to get over it. See, so the thing is, we all heal over everything. I don't care how hard it is, how much you struggle with your job, how much you struggle with your partner, you always either leave or you get over it. it. Time always goes by and it just, some things take longer and we know that. But I'm not telling you that your grief should take a lifetime. I'm just saying that something that happened 10, 20 years ago should not still be crippling you because I feel like Time works, but you have to work on trying to heal yourself, whether it's having that conversation with that partner that y'all didn't get to have or whether reaching out to the job to see why you got fired or just whatever it is to get that closure. I feel like that also needs to happen. So whatever it is that you're healing from, I feel like you have to work, too. It's not just the I'm going to sit in the bed and cry and eat ice cream, drink liquor, do drugs. And I'm a heal. No, you need to work on the process of healing, right? You need to work on getting out, doing whatever it takes, meeting people, uh, going to the gym, whatever it takes for you to get over what you're doing. I feel like you need to work. And if you work over time, it'll heal all. But you, so you got to put in some type of work to heal and address the issue so that it doesn't linger. Rule number four, don't compare your life to others and don't judge them. 
you have no idea what their journey is all about. And I think this is important, especially in this society that we're in, because I feel like we all compare ourselves to the next person, whether it be our job, our industry, um, our hobbies or whatever we're doing. I feel like our natural instinct is to compare each other. And that's how we come through in school as far as grades or sports a job most jobs have a metric or a performance everything is pretty much a competition and i think that the nature of comparison is something that we all have and even if we some people struggle with it more than others i feel like we all in the back of our mind compare ourselves to others I feel like that is a bad mindset to have, especially when you're looking at success, because a lot of people don't know the sacrifices that some of these people made to make these millions or to put themselves in position to have this power. And everybody feel like because they did it, I deserve it. And I and this is one thing I remember. It was this dude that I met in school and everybody wanted to be like him. He had, you know, three cars. He was riding around. He had a penthouse. And we was in college. And everybody was just like flocking like, man, I want to be like him. I want to, you know, do the things that he do. So I asked them. I said, would you change your life to have his life? And they said, yeah. So I said, would you want to lose your dad and your mom and your sister in a car wreck? And the money that you get is from their car wreck. So you're telling me that you would trade your family to have his life? Because I feel like he would give that life up if he could have his family back. But I see people don't want to see what people have lost or what people have done to get the things that they do. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people, um, as far as like Steve Harvey and as far as Tyler Perry, who was homeless and sleeping in a car, I know people wouldn't trade their life to do that. I know some of these actors that were homeless and now they blew up or all of these rappers who grinded and worked out. So a lot of these people wouldn't do and sacrifice the stuff that they did to get to where they got but we always compare because we feel like we should be in that predicament but i always feel like it's important to run your own race and do whatever you want to do on your time and don't compare yourself to their timeline because i was in a position at my job i was in a position i told three of my friends to get into the position that i got in they got into the position and they all moved and got promoted before me. And I told them to get in. And I'm comparing myself like, why am I not getting moved up, but they getting moved up? Well, I got promoted after they got promoted twice. I got promoted once and made more than them. So all I'm saying is I can't really compare situations because everybody's situation and everybody's destiny is different. So I feel like you should just focus on yours and making sure that you live yours and you do all you can in your power to succeed in your life. Number five is stop thinking too much. It's all right not to know the answers. They will come to you when you least expect them. So what I'm saying in this, I know a lot of us are looking for answers like, why God, why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this situation? I used to go through it too. When stuff was going wrong in my life, I would always search and say, why? Why is this happening to me? What is going on? And you got to understand that the answers always come to you. No matter how bad your situation has been, 
no matter what type of life you felt like you were living, your worst problem always has an answer. Just look at your life. Look at everything that you've done. And think about all the situations that you had that you didn't know how you was going to pay rent or you didn't know how you was going to pass this test or you didn't know how you was going to support your family or get this job. And look at you now. And you probably have had the answer to all of those hard questions. It's just the fact that you can't stress every time you don't have the answer. Sometimes it's not meant for you to have the answer. Sometimes it's meant for you to go through something and you learn through that situation and the answer reveals itself, right? Sometimes you have to go through a struggle and then in the midst of this struggle, you say, damn, this is the answer. This is what I needed to get to the next level. So sometimes it doesn't come right away. And sometimes you can't Google it. Sometimes life, you just have to go through things for you to get the answers that you need to get to the next level. Like me, I got a new position. This new position, I felt like was from the devil because it was so stressful. I didn't know what to do. I was like, God couldn't have gave me this job. I'm over here about to croak. I'm uh, not eating. I'm stressed out. I'm losing weight. I'm like, man, this can't be the job that was for me. And the issue was that I had issues with the job because it was with my weaknesses. I had to be proactive. I had to be on time, on schedule. And I'm so used to just being on the schedule and people telling me what to do. But when you become the manager, you become a boss. It's like you realize like you have to come up with these answers. You have to be proactive. If something's going wrong, you can't just go on to the next person. You have to, you have to think ahead. You have to solve the problem. And so what I had to understand is I didn't know everything, but all answers come. You just wait, you reveal, you search, you go after and you live. And I, guarantee you whatever you're struggling with an answer will come if you look the sixth one is no one is in charge of your happiness except you i feel like this is probably the most important one to me because when you realize that you clearly are over your own happiness then that's when you are in full control. Uh, the thing is, we have things that affect our happiness, whether it be stresses from all types of life, financial life, spiritual life, business life. You know, it's always going to be stresses, but you always can find happiness or you can find joy in a situation. The thing is, if you allow other people, your partner, your family to control your happiness, then you will only be happy when they want you to be happy or when they're telling you good job. And you have to realize you are by yourself. At the end of the day, if everybody died on the earth, it'll be just you. You'll be by yourself and you won't have nothing else to make you happy but yourself. And you have to go back to and think about it as I think when we get older and we grow, we don't realize, like, think about kids. Kids are happy. Kids are happy when shit is going wrong. They don't know no better. They're just happy. You can put them in the most messed up situation, and they will just be happy. And I think that's one of the things that we get to adult and we lose is to understand, like, we control our happiness. If you realize how, as a kid, are you growing up, the smallest things made you happy? 
whether it was just seeing your cousins or going to the park, just watching cartoons, you was just in a happy mood. And as we get older, we have more stresses as far as some people take care of other families, members. Some people are struggling with a job and a kids. Some people are struggling with their relationship. But at the end of the day, you ultimately control if you want to be happy or not. You control if you want to be sad or not. I know everybody don't think that is true, but I feel like that's part of having emotional intelligence. And that's something I'm going to talk about later. But if you can control your emotions, that makes you very powerful as a person. And so in situations where everything's going wrong and people saying, why is he so happy? You, you've seen that. You've seen something go totally wrong in somebody's life or shit hit the fan and that person is happy and you're like, why is they so happy? Like, shit's going wrong. Like, they, they, and it's because they chose to be happy. Like, they wanted to be happy. And you can't tell them this ain't a happy moment because that's what they chose and, and you get to choose anything. Like, I try to tell my friends a lot is like, when you are able to say, and keep your peace. Like, you know, too many times in life we give the wrong people our energy. And so it affects our mood. So, you know, you, you might be around negative people who are always talk about people. Or you're around people who are always flooding and just doing the most. And their energy is just always draining. And it just puts you in a bad mood. So I feel like you should be around peace. Just be happy. Be free, as I said before. I feel like if you live your life in a way where you do what you want to do and what people say about you doesn't affect you a lot, then you can understand how truly happy you can be in the worst situations because you realize you can control your happiness. Number six is smile. You don't own all the problems in the world. And I think that we just have to realize that problems come. You might have a month where you have no problems. You might have a month where you have 100 problems. But you realize problems come and go. And even your worst problem, I had to think of this myself. Even my worst problem where I felt like it was no way I can make it out. I got out. And I had to realize I don't own none of this. A lot of the stuff I went through, I felt like, I was the only person who could go through it because I was the only person strong enough to do it and have these testimonies that I could talk about because I used to say and run with my friends and I'm like, why none of them getting in trouble? Why they always getting away with it? And why I'm getting caught? Why this going, why I'm going through this? My friends are shitty and I'm, I'm doing pretty good and I'm going through more shit than them. And I had to realize Hey, man, everybody's problems are different, but everybody has some type of problem. And if you don't, that's a blessing. Just know that life isn't about not having problems. It's about balancing. It's about being able to solve the problems when they come and not letting problems stress you out because you understand that problems are part of life. At work, you solve problems and your entrepreneurship you're solving problems with your business always trying to make it better trying to get the people what they want and it's all this is really problem solving and the better you are with understanding that you don't have all the answers but understanding you have the resources to get it i think that always makes 
everything better. So I want to just go over the, the rules one more time. So the first one was make peace with the past so it won't screw up the present. The second one was what others think of you is none of your business. Third one was time heals almost everything. So give it time. The fourth, don't compare your life to others and don't judge them. You have no idea what their journey is about. Five, stop thinking too much. It's all right not to know the answers. They will come to you when you least expect them. Six, no one is in charge with your happiness except you. And seven, smile. You don't own all the problems in the world. And I feel like I think it is important for you to just implement these seven rules into your life and just see how they make a difference. I feel like we live by these rules, but it's better to apply. And the one thing I wanted to say is I also feel like being grateful is something like we too much don't appreciate the situation that we in. But me living downtown, I see a lot of homeless people, a lot of people who lost it all. And it made me realize, like, I don't have to be in this place. Like, think about where you at, the townhouse you're living in, the home that you're living in. And think about how you grew up. Some people grew up worse. Some people got way less. Some people got way more. But it's just to be appreciative of where you're at. Because I stay thinking about it could be so much better. But then I also think it could be so much worse. So that just keeps me in the balance and keeps me humble. So I say just apply the seven rules to your life. You let me know what you think of them, what your conclusion were, and you let me know if they help. Y'all have a good day. And I want to thank you for listening to A Bright Minds Podcast. I'll catch you next week at the same time.